Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, May 23rd. Georgia on my mind. Will that state prove to be Donald Trump's biggest failure of the 2022 primary season? If it's a Tuesday in May, it's another big primary day, and that is certainly the case in Alabama, Arkansas, and Georgia tomorrow. And Georgia is where most of our focus is going to be, because the storylines coming out of Georgia on this primary eve are really important to some of these larger sort of political pieces we've been discussing throughout the month of May. So you've got that big Donald Trump test in the gubernatorial primary on the Republican side. As we've discussed on this podcast, you can't find a politician in America who is a higher ranked political target to defeat for Donald Trump than the incumbent Republican governor of Georgia, Brian Kemp. Why? Well, it's pretty simple. Kemp, in his role as governor, certified the legitimate and real election victory of Joe Biden over Donald Trump in that critical battleground state back in 2020. And that helped propel Joe Biden to the presidency. So now he wants him to lose this primary. Though all the pre-election polling shows Kemp in a very strong position. In fact, he may be in such a strong position that he fends off a potential runoff against his primary opponent, the former Senator David Perdue. You have to get 50% plus one vote in Georgia on primary day to avoid a runoff. So why is David Perdue in this race? Well, that's pretty clear. Donald Trump basically recruited him into this race, and David Perdue has been parroting Donald Trump's lines ever since about the lie of the 2020 election. So will Donald Trump's endorsement be the thing that upends the trajectory of this race? It doesn't look like it, and it looks like Trump could have a lot of egg on his face around that because it means that in this critical battleground state, that lie about the 2020 election may not hold. But as I said, it's been central to David Perdue's campaign. Give a listen to him on the campaign trail recently. This governor's race right now will determine whether or not we have a conservative Republican in the White House in 24. It will also determine whether we get the Senate majority back right here in Georgia. This Senate race will determine that, I believe. And neither one of those will happen if Brian Kemp is our nominee coming out of the Republican Party. Why? Because he has divided our party. He allowed him to steal the election. He denied it. He is now covering it up and he's suppressing evidence. And of course, this isn't just about Donald Trump's endorsement scorecard. This very evening, Monday evening, election eve, Mike Pence, former vice president to Donald Trump, is going to be rallying on Brian Kemp's behalf in that gubernatorial primary. So this is now a proxy battle for Trump and Pence to sort of square off and carve out different segments of the Republican electorate in advance of a potential 2024 presidential race where Pence, after four years of extreme and total loyalty to Donald Trump, for Brian Kemp's part, he's trying to look ahead past the primary to the general election, already trying to square off against the likely Democratic nominee, Stacey Abrams. Here was Kemp earlier today. I've been reminding people Every stop I've been on, everybody I'm talking to, that we're in a fight for the soul of our state. And the Kemp family's getting up every day to make sure that we're working hard to make sure that Stacey Abrams is not going to be our governor or our next president. Now, it's not just the governor's race on the ballot. You do have a Senate race where, by the way, Donald Trump actually got out ahead with his support of Herschel Walker, 
former football star running for the Republican nomination for Senate, and rallied the Republican establishment with him. This is one where Mitch McConnell joined forces with Donald Trump. And Walker has very little substantial competition and is likely to be the Republican nominee for Senate in his effort to knock Raphael Warnock out of his Senate seat in Georgia. So watch that carefully. There's also the Secretary of State's race. Now, this is amazing. This is the office that's in charge of election administration in Georgia, although some of its powers have been stripped in that new Georgia voting bill that got passed last year. But the Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, you remember him. He's the one caught on tape where Donald Trump is trying to tell him to find just one more vote than he needs to overturn the election. Well, he's up against a Trump-backed challenger, Congressman Jody Heiss. We'll see if either one of them can avoid a runoff or if this fight goes on further in that race as well. Make sure to be on the lookout for some key races in Alabama, Arkansas, and Texas. In Alabama, there's that key Senate Republican primary where Mo Brooks, the congressman who at one point had Donald Trump's backing, but then the former president very publicly rescinded his endorsement because he thought Mo Brooks was stepping away from his commitment to Donald Trump's big lie. You'll remember Brooks spoke at the January 6th Stop the Steal rally just before the insurrection took place on Capitol Hill. And yet Brooks has bounced back in the polls a little bit in this race. So we'll see if maybe Trump rescinding his endorsement had the adverse effect and actually created a path for Brooks here. Again, like in Georgia, if somebody doesn't get to 50 percent plus one, the top two candidates go into a runoff. In Arkansas, worth noting that former Trump press secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the daughter of a former Arkansas governor, Mike Huckabee, is expected to win her Republican nomination In Texas, there's that runoff in the attorney general's race between the incumbent Ken Paxton, who's had his own challenges with ethics questions, and George P. Bush, though it looks like Paxton, who has Trump's backing in this race, may be poised to move forward here in this quest for re-election as attorney general. And on the Democratic side, a huge contest in a congressional district that the Roe v. Wade Supreme Court leak that has occurred seems to have sort of re-energized this race overall. Henry Cuellar, the moderate incumbent who is opposed to abortion rights, just one of the very few Democrats in Congress who does not join forces with the rest of the party in a complete support of abortion rights. It's him versus Jessica Cisneros, the progressive challenger here, who has the backing of Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, and in a post- SCOTUS leak world has seen some energy come into her race, and she is very clearly a pro-abortion rights. How that plays out in this progressive versus moderate matchup will be key to watch tomorrow night as well. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening, and please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. When you work, you work next level. When you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii.